Welcome to a Healthy Move podcast. I'm your host, Di Shepherd, a reformed corporate workaholic turned health and wellness advocate and women's fitness coach. I'm also mum to an energetic little boy and Aussie expat with a passion for embracing ways to live a renewed, healthier way of life. Join me each week as I share hints, tips, and real conversations on all things health, fitness, and well-being to help make a healthy move for a life that you love. Welcome back to a Healthy Move podcast. I'm your host, Di Shepherd, and this week I'm going to be running you through some ideas to stay active with the kids over the school holidays, which at this time of recording is either rapidly approaching for some and already in progress for others. As some of you know, I'm an Aussie expat currently living in Singapore, so this episode will cover both winter activities for my Southern Hemisphere friends where it is presently winter, and some summer ideas for those on the longer summer break in the Northern Hemisphere. And who knows, some of you may be traveling overseas as well this school holiday break now that the post-COVID world is all opening up. So some of these ideas will go hand in hand for a lot of you or keep them up your sleeve for different times of the year as the year progresses. So let's get started with my active kids and adults school holiday activities. So the first one is a super simple and cost efficient one, but it's park fun and games. So just heading down to the local park and discovering different playgrounds around your neighborhood and even further afield for a bit of exploration or while in new areas while on holidays can make things extra interesting and fun to try something new. You can also think of games to play at those bigger parks like ball sports, frisbee or general running around and chasing games to get your body and the kiddos' bodies moving as well. And the next one I have for you is hiking, which is a little bit age dependent, but use your head, of course, and choose an appropriate distance for the ages of your kids. For a bit of extra fun, you could even create a bit of an I spy or scavenger hunt style game while you're out and about too, like how many birds you see or how many rivers do we come across and how many other people do we see while we're out during our hike or make a list of animals that you come across and so on. So you can have a lot of fun with hiking um, and not just make it about the walking, but also about what you see and explore while you're out there. Bike riding, getting the family together on bikes and exploring local parks and areas around where you live is always a great one. There are loads of great suitable cycle paths for both kids and adults alike to explore all around the world. So no matter where you are listening to this podcast, there is bound to be somewhere suitable for you to try. And I'm going to give you a few ideas here for both where I'm currently living and my original hometown. So here in Singapore, we have the East Coast Park, which goes all the way out to the airport. Got West Coast Park, Jurong Park, and park connectors all the way along the river into Marina Bay Sands, into Gardens by the Bay. And also this one connects all the way up along Marina Barrage and onto East Coast Park as well. And in the north, there is Coney Island around the Pungal area and the Green Corridor for mountain bikes and probably loads, loads of others, which I probably haven't yet even explored. So if 
you're local in Singapore, there's some ones for you to try out. Or if you're going to be a visitor to Singapore soon, maybe you'd like to explore Singapore on some of those cycle paths too. Now in Sydney, there's Bicentennial Park, Olympic Park Circuit, Centennial Parklands and the Bay Run. And around the north, there is the Narrabeen Lagoon Trail. And to the south, there's the Tempe to Canal Cycleway. And more towards the west, there is Parramatta Valley Cycleway, Cooks River Cycleway and the M7 Cycleway. And again, there's probably plenty more. Um, And I'm going to link some of those in the episode show notes so you can check them all out there. Next one is kayaking, which is another brilliant way to get active with the kids. On top of being a fun way to explore the waterways, it's also a super upper body workout. You can hire a double kayak or even one of those paddle boats with the little ones, which can add a little leg workout in for you too. Plenty of options again for anyone who lives or who may be visiting near waterways these school holidays. Perhaps just do a bit of a Google search for what's available in the region that you may be in. I'll also link some of the ones that I know of, again, in the show notes. Now, ice skating, rollerblading, or roller skating. Basically, I've included all the skating and gliding type of activities in this one. And this one is perfect for both summer or winter-based hemispheres. So you can head to an indoor ice skating center or get outdoors and experience some rollerblading or roller skating with the kids too. So ice skating, rollerblading, roller skating, basically any kind of skating, gliding activity, this is a cool one that you can try out too. Tobogganing, snow style or outdoor park style. So if you're in the Southern Hemisphere and get to a ski field these holidays or perhaps on the outskirts where there's some good snow coverage, you can head up and down the hills for some tobogganing fun. And here in Singapore, you can give the luge a go out at Sentosa, which I know is a personal favorite of mine, which our family has done a ton of times since living here, or head to the indoor snow city snow park. You can usually double the little ones at most of these places and the bigger kids will love picking up speed on their own on the hills. So if you have access to walk up and down, you'll get a great little workout going up and down the hills too. Now, this also doesn't have to be an expensive exercise. If you've got access to a hill, either snow hill, grass hill, or even a sand dune, you could grab some cardboard or core flute or an oversized piece of plastic perhaps and use this to go down the hills as well. Go-karting, believe it or not, this is actually quite a physical activity. All the twists and turns will get your torso moving in different directions and the pull of the steering wheel will give your arms a bit of a workout too. So head out to your nearest go-karting center and race the kids, or you could even have fun building your own go-kart activity at home and race them around the neighborhood for a bit of fun as well. A laser tag or paintball, not something that I've tried personally, maybe because my son is still a bit little to give this activity a go. And paintball wise, I'm really worried about bruising as I'll probably get hit a ton of times while trying to escape from the stealth competition during play. But there's plenty of these kinds of centers around all major cities to give it a try. And you'll be racing around, ducking in and out of hiding holes and also getting your heart racing from the adrenaline that you'll create from trying to outdo the competition. So I feel like this one will be a great fun activity for both you and the kids to give a go together. 
Trampoline parks. Everyone loves a good trampoline park and they are so much fun. Bouncing around with the kids will not only burn some calories, but also create so much energy and happy endorphins at the same time. There's usually great spaces for all age groups too in some of the larger venues. So there's sure to be one that suits both you and a variety of kids' ages. Now, some of these places also run school holiday camp activities. So definitely one worth checking out. I know here Amped and Bounce are the two most popular ones that I'm aware of here in Singapore. And then Flip Out and Jumped are the ones that I'm aware of in Australia. But do do a Google search and if you're keen to find one in your local area that suits. Now skiing or snowboarding. For those friends in the Southern Hemisphere this school holidays, experiencing winter at this time of the year, at the time of this recording, skiing or snowboarding is a very physical sport and loads of fun too. Our ski season is opening now in Australia and I think New Zealand, and I hear the ski fields are looking good with the cold snap that you're experiencing at the moment. Our skiing and snowboarding, kids tend to pick it up much faster than adults with their lack of fear. I know for me, I, um, I didn't attempt skiing and snowboarding until I was in my late teens and it was a little bit harder to kind of grasp hold of and you can sort of see all the younger kids just strapping on skis and going downhill so fast. But, you know, you can pick it up at any stage. The only drawback, as you are probably already thinking, is that it's a costly exercise with lots of gear to either rent or buy, plus lift tickets, accommodation and transport there and back. That can really add up. So skiing and snowboarding generally isn't a spare of the moment thing and needs to be planned out to allow for accommodation planning unless you personally have or know someone with access to ski accommodation in the ski field areas. So um, yeah, maybe think about that one a little bit more. You'll probably need a little bit more detailed planning to pull that one off if you haven't already planned and thought it out for this school holidays. Now, if you need a bit of a hit of the snow in you know, regions where there is snow, no snow at the moment or regions that never get snow like my Singapore buddies, you can try the indoor snow city centre at Jurong for a bit of man-made snow fun too, regardless of the heat outside. Indoor rock climbing, ropes or ninja centres. You can get a dose of adrenaline rush and a great full body workout from climbing the walls or also, if you go to an in, uh, a ninja center, you can bring out your inner ninja on an obstacle course full of twists and turns. And many of these centers have beginner to intermediate and advanced courses, making it a family favorite for all ages and level of skill. I know for me personally, it leaves me feeling like I found muscles that I haven't used in a while and manages to leave me with a dose of delayed onset muscle soreness. So just be warned that it can leave you feeling a bit muscle sore a few days afterwards. But of course, you should have fun and a bit of a laugh during the process, along with the challenge that it provides. So it will all be worth it in the end. Water parks and water play parks. Most probably appropriate for my Singapore and Northern Hemisphere friends right now, or heated swim centers for those other regions would be more appropriate um, for my Southern Hemisphere listeners as it's winter during the time of this podcast recording. Now running up and down the stairs to water slides can be pretty hard work. So this is another one of my favorites. 
Swimming always brings my son and I lots of fun and together and the laughter that we get from doing laps up and down the water slides makes it even twice the fun. We often race up and down to see who can get to the top fastest and if there's two slides we can race down safely of course together and then there's another surefire way to get our heart rate up and the adrenaline flowing. We've got our favorites both here in Singapore and back in Australia, which I'll list out in the show notes if you'd like to give them a try. I'll also include the summer-based ones for Sydney so you can check them out at the appropriate time of year. Kids yoga and aerial yoga. Now, I recently tried aerial yoga for myself with a bunch of mums from school and I found it to be challenging and also a really fun workout. They also have kids-based aerial yoga classes too. And I think with the kids' lightweight that nature that they have, obviously, and probably more flexible bodies than our adult ones, they would be able to handle it and pick it up really well. Now, it may look tricky, aerial yoga, but in actual fact, it's not that difficult with the right teacher giving you step-by-step well-paced out instructions everyone can achieve their own inner Cirque du Soleil moment and feel like an accomplished aerial yoga performer in no time it's a great upper body and core workout and because you are having so much fun and focusing on following the steps it won't even necessarily feel like you're doing a workout but just a feel-good active fun so that's the end of my active school holiday ideas And please remember, I'm not just suggesting these activities for the kids. I'm expecting that you'll be a good sport and throw yourself into the activities too and join in the fun for a bit of an active workout. Plus, you'll be having so much fun, you won't even realize you're getting an incidental workout in along the way, which is the best kind of workout with some of these activities. I'll pop the links to the places I mentioned and recommend in the show notes too. And if you love this episode, please don't forget to share it with a friend and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. All right, have a wonderful week and I'll chat to you on the next episode soon. Thanks so much for joining me and I do hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you love what you're hearing, please share the love and tell your friends about the podcast. I would be super grateful if you could rate, review or subscribe to help more people embrace a healthy move. For more resources or details about today's episode, you can head on over to ahealthymove.com or reach out to me with your thoughts and ideas about the podcast anytime via Instagram. My handle is at ahealthymove and I'll chat to you on the next episode real soon.